Let's get it. We're in there. We're in there. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good good evening. Oh, and that is the podcast. (laughs) Thanks for coming. That's 43 songs. It's uh, week, week. Well, we're going into week 13 now in the NFL. Week is Weeks are flying by. They no, are. absolutely. And I looked it up, and I guess we're in the midst of NBA Week 6. So that's also a thing that's happening. Six weeks into the NFL, and we've learned so much. Um, but uh, why don't we talk about some news? Well, why don't we start off? How was y'all's day? Oh, you know what? Yeah, that's good. Uh, you know what? My day's been pretty quiet. <laughs> I really haven't gotten up to much. I've been editing uh, some podcasts, and by that I mean this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also been writing the outline for this game, getting updated, uh, and you know, trying to trying to understand what happened in week thirteen. Mm-hmm. That's how my day's gone. Heck yeah! Yeah, that's fair, Matthew. Mm, it's been pretty good, man. This er- or this morning, I was up hella early. I woke up at like four thirty, just. For no reason. Mm. And then I couldn't fall back asleep. And so then I just stayed up. And then, like, I was in a cleaning mood. So I just, like, cleaned. Mm. And then mm, I did some schoolwork. And then I took a big old nap because I was super tired. Mm. And now we're here. Nice. Sweet. Nice. Good day. What about yeah. you, Joby? Uh, you know, I had work. Went to work. Um, before work, I was really thinking about the Saints game. Like, I was just in my shower this morning, like, just, like, hands on the tile, just <laughs> thinking about the game. Uh, and I thought about it so much that I did something that I never do, which is post on social media. Mm. Uh, because I was like, I just needed, like, you know, just spend my feelings. And so yeah. I, I vented on the uh, Saints subreddit, and it got quite the response. And, um, yeah, so I, I spent most of the day at my job. I pulled up Reddit on my computer that I work on, mm-hmm. and then I was just responding to people, <laughs> like arguing with people, and like just going through and reading the comments and stuff from my posts. Uh, and it got a lot of interaction, and I was like, I was not expecting this, um, but you know, some, had some some good interactions, some bad, and yeah, yeah it was. Uh, we can get more into that. Yeah, I would say about the the game because I I can tell you all the the title of my post. Oh <laughs> yes, yes, I don't know this yet. I was about to say I'm not really familiar with like like I have read it, but I've never posted on there, and I don't ever get on there. Mm-hmm. I just so, literally like, my first Reddit post ever. Yeah, <laughs> literally my first ever. Yeah, I don't think I've ever posted on Reddit ever, and yeah. so like I just don't like know like what the crowd is like. Like I've like <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. I mean, in any social media site, it's like it's not gonna be. Yeah, but like now it's specifically you know I'm in the Saints subreddit, so it's specifically people who follow the Saints who want to look at what the Saints are looking at. I did have one straight Falcons fan who commented something. It was like, it was like, uh, why don't you just promote Ryan Nielsen? Because I was complaining with the coaches, and he said like, why don't you just promote? Why don't you just promote Ryan Nielsen? Oh wait, you can't because Ryan Nielsen used to be a Saints defensive coordinator now he's in the Falcons and I was like <laughs> I was like Ryan Nielsen is the old you what <laughs> like you can't even be a good celebratory like like you can't be a good sore winner like come on so like you won the game and you want to talk about Ryan, Ryan Nielsen. Nielsen he's not even good for y'all <laughs> he's been mid at best your passing defense is awful well, anyway um yeah so the the title for the post that I made was I hope we don't make the playoffs. 
Oh, that, that was the whole time. Oh, divisive, divisive. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, yeah, I'll just read my post. It's not too long, but um, I said this season is a bust, and some major changes need to be made on all levels of the organization. And I just don't think they're going to be made unless we miss the playoffs. First of all, I want the higher draft pick. Let the Falcons take the 19th pick and don't give them a chance to draft another generational talent that they will only know how to use against us. I'll <laughs> happily take a borderline top 10 pick since I mostly trust our drafting and scouting. I'm choosing to forget about Trevor Penning. Um, whether we use it on Jaden Daniels or a good D lineman, uh, it would still be a better help than trying to do something in free agency. I don't think they'll fire both, but I, I don't think they'll fire both, but either DA or Pete need to go and management is so set on consistency and keeping it in house that they're not going to change anything if we make the playoffs, despite having the 32nd ranked OC in the league. They're holding on to any excuse to just keep running it back and being fine with mediocrity. We, we need to be truly bad in order for any change to happen. We've been in a win-now mode ever since Breeze got here, and it's time to let it go. That's what got us into this cap hell that we're in right now, and we just can't keep doing what we're doing, or we're just going to get slightly worse each season and in a worse financial spot each year until we bring out the old inks bags. Damn. So it sounds like the Saints are just in like purgatory right now. Where no, it's, like... it's it's fucking hell. Dog. <laughs> okay. it's, it's hell, man. <laughs> we're like in in the financial situation. We're getting worse and worse each 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 year. We're financially tied to so many bad players, mm-hmm. like and so many bad decisions. Our coaching staff is awful. Our GM and like our owner, like they don't want to do shit about it. They don't want to change anything, and it's just not going to change unless we start being just bad. We we can't keep, you know, making the playoffs as the as the four seed and a awful NFC South division and expecting a change to happen. Like we're it's just it's not gonna happen unless we just change everything about it. And missing the playoffs is the best way to start. Missing the playoffs two years in a row because we missed it last year. It was just a lot of back and forth with that. <clears throat> like most most people agree with me. It was like stuff like I can't root for us to lose, but unfortunately you are correct was like the top comment. Valid. Yeah, um, you never want to root for your team to lose, but sometimes it's in the best interest for the future. Dobie's a tank. I said, I said, tank. got a tank. Where, where, where's the the main person who was just running complete defense on the Saints and was just like, just total fan mode? I'm trying to find it. They delete their post. <laughs> coward. No, you literally coward. coward. You coward. Okay, well, no, here it is. Here it is. Okay. No, it's no. just been downvoted. <laughs> it, so it, has, it had been done, downvoted so many times I didn't even, I couldn't even see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, someone said, okay, bye, exclamation point. <laughs> this is a Saints subreddit. We root for the Saints to win here. Edit. Why am I being downvoted? Absolutely <laughs> disgusted by all the tanking talk here lately. And yeah, no. And that, that really had me thinking as well about how there's two different mindsets when it comes to a team. You're yeah. either a fan and you're like i just want to watch them win and i just want to watch them like be good and then we're gonna win right now that's all that matters win right now that's all that matters win right now and then there's like a planning standpoint like a gm standpoint like obviously i'm not a gm obviously i'm nowhere close to it but i know that as a gm you need to make a better decision for the future the future matters more than the current standings because we're not going to win shit right now like if if you want us to be a successful team long term, we need to fix shit right now. Yeah. Because if we just keep going on this, we we need to just get as many wins as possible this season. Get as many wins as possible. Get as many wins as possible. And then it, nothing's gonna change. It's just gonna be the, a shit show, uh, and like it's just gonna be awful. 
and it's just going to get slowly worse and worse, and we're going to win one less game each year until mm-hmm. we're 0-17, and we're $48 million under the cap. <laughs> listen, listen to these cap numbers, because a lot of people were upset that I said that we were in cap hell, because mm-hmm. they were like, oh, this isn't cap hell. Like, uh, they always figure out a way. They always figure out a way. I'm so sick of hearing people say that the Saints figure out a way. <laughs> no, like, they, they figured out a way to consistently scrape by every week, and it gets worse every season. It's It's been, they'll find a way for like 10 years straight. And yeah, they've found a way, but it comes at a cost. We, right now, listen to these fucking stats. Oh my God, I, I hope I still have these pulled up. Because I responded to someone about this, uh, about the cap hell. Here it is, here it is. So someone was talking about how, uh, he said, I still don't think we're in cap hell. The strategy works as long as we keep drafting well and the free agents we sign have decent impacts, which... We've drafted decent, but the free agents have had, like, no impact. Mm. Um, let's see. Here it is. I said, so these are the numbers I found. For the 2024 season, next season, we are $71 million over the cap right now. $71 million. We are the highest team over the cap. The next highest team is $29 million. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That it, it just gets worse. 2025 season, the year after that, so two years from now, we are the only team that is over the cap. Oh, the only team. Where is this money being allocated? We're to? The only team. We, we uh, do just future contracts that we stretch out. Like I'm sure in 2026, Alvin Kamara is set to make like fucking 40 million. If I had to guess at this point, <laughs> and then Taysom Hill has a contract to like 2029 or something. My God, I swear. And yeah, no, the we are the only team that is over the cap. We are like one million over the cap. The team with the lowest amount of cap space left. It, I think it was like Buffalo or something. They had $45 million. Damn. So it's like a $46 million gap. And it's and we're the only ones. It's it's insane. And uh, the next year after that, 2026, we were like the third lowest or something like that. And it was like a really small margin. It's just, it's crazy. And I just, I just don't know how people can look at that and be like, it's fine. It's fine. We'll just push it off. But, you know, it's always worked. It's always it's worked in the past. It'll keep working. No, it's gotten worse every time. I'm guarantee you don't look at the numbers every year and you're like, oh, yeah, no, we're fine. You just know that we get it by the end of the the fucking year. Like we make the cap because we cut everyone like Marcus Davenport gone. Like uh, so many people last year just gone. Marcus Williams gone. PJ Williams gone. Everyone leaves. Because we can't pay them. And it's just insane. I just... And then we make these stupid-ass signings like Derek Carr. Oh, God. It's just been... It's just... Not good. Someone just responded. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What they say. People arguing if we draft well or not. Uh, Um, I was going to say, what does the Saints' remaining schedule look like? We have the literally the easiest schedule in the league. Oh. Uh, the remaining schedule isn't, like, anything crazy. Uh, we go up against the Lions this week. And then after that, we have the Panthers, the Giants, the Rams, the Bucks, and the Falcons. So, like, that's, like, six wins if we try. But I really hope we don't. <laughs> yeah, that's valid. Especially, especially when I just don't think... Like what? What run at the end of this year? We wouldn't. Yeah, we wouldn't go on a run. 
I, mean, I was would... going to say would even justify like oh yeah keeping keeping the coaches around when it clearly has not worked by every metric uh by like even like one that was like uh even one metric that like we saw the other day that was like like skill or like underutilization of talent like on your team or something like that and like the Saints yeah. were like the worst mm -hmm. at like with like the best talent and also like the worst like offensive results based off of that. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's ridiculous. And that's like I'm not opposed to us going on a run. I would like the better draft pick because I want us to get Jaden Daniels. Um but if if we do make the playoffs, we're gonna get bounced the first round. We're gonna get that's that's like guaranteed. Yeah. But best case scenario, we go up against the Seahawks, and I don't think we would. We would probably go most likely scenarios against the Cowboys, and we would just get absolutely demolished. But best case scenario, we go up against the Seahawks, beat them maybe, and then lose in the next round. We to either the Eagles, Lions, uh, Niners, Cowboys, one of those teams. Um. That's best case scenario, and then if that happens, the Saints are way less likely to fire DA or Pete Carmichael. It's just uh, we need to be bad, and then we you just don't get a good draft pick. Yeah, and then we just don't get a good draft pick. We we so you're telling me that we're gonna drop like ten spots in the draft just to just lose. to lose in the second round, <laughs> just to lose to the Cowboys, and then get the hardest schedule in the NFC South next year. So you're telling me that. Y'all want to play a game in the playoffs just to lose in the first round, get a worse draft pick, and then next year, instead of facing the, like, Rams, Vikings, or no, Rams, Packers, and who's in the NFC East? The, the Cowboys, we're going to go up against the Eagles, the Niners, and the Lions. Yeah, that's not, that's why, not a good schedule. It's not. It's not, like, why would you want to do that? And like I know that happens every year, like it's gonna it's gonna like overlap to every year, but like I just I you're we're not in a good place right now, and we need a fresh start. And I'm, I mainly just want us to miss so that they can finally the Saints like uh, like a front office can finally get the balls to fire Da and and get him out of here. And hopefully move on from Derek Carr. At least draft a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I that's not like a fifth rounder. Like sure, you can get some random fucker in the like the fifth <laughs> round, but like that's not drafting a quarterback for the future. That's like Jake Hayner and Ian Book. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, oh my god, that's that's what that's what they that's what they call um their attempt at like drafting a quarterback of the future. Ian Book, Jake Hayner, you're not gonna find Tom Brady. Stop trying. Ian to Book, get Jaden Daniels, the the future Heisman winner. Who can run the ball? I, I would kill for a mobile quarterback. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, you just said Taysom Hill. I that one that can throw the ball <laughs> and isn't and like one that doesn't fumble every possession. Yeah, what was that? What was that stat that uh, about like Taysom Hill like rushing attempts equaling wins or something like that it, on games that Taysom Hill rushes for at least at least like four times or something ridiculous like that some ridiculously no low number uh saints are like eight and one <laughs> he just has to rush like at least four times guess how many times he rushed in this falcons game uh, one that, oh really he i thought it was once. like seven no he got like seven yards i'm pretty sure oh gotcha 
uh, he rushed once, and he fumbled, and then they didn't bring him back. Well, you know, that, I guess you can't blame him for that. No, I can, because, like, you can't let one fumble, like, dictate the whole thing. Like, it's, there's gonna be fumbles. I guess that's just indicative of, like, their coaching strategy and, like, how not good they are. Mm -hmm. Taysom Hill did have seven attempts in this game, though. Watch that whole game. When the fuck do you get the ball seven times? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I it out. I do going, remember seeing eight, that. It must be eight and two now. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was going to say. Rushes. Maybe the number was like eight. And, I don't know. It was, it was something where I was like, that's crazy. That like, it only takes that many rushes. Yeah, that that's why I that's why I checked and I was like, I wonder I wonder what it was like that time. And I was like, well, maybe the Saints are just are just bad. And maybe, and we can go more in depth into this later, but that game certainly did not inspire any hope of, uh, you know, winning a playoff game, that's for sure, nope. against a now playoff team. So you have that, uh, if you ever wanted to use that as an argument, you could be like, hey, we only, Falcons are a playoff team, man. No. Five and six, maybe. No one's, no one's going to care for that, <laughs> that argument. Uh, now that we've got our 15-minute Saints rant out of the way, still more about, to come. <laughs> you want to talk about some uh, some other news in the NFC South? Sure. That happened? Because Frank Reich got fired. Done. Got fired. Get done now. The New first season. coach to be fired in back-to-back seasons. How do you guys feel <laughs> about that? He's getting paid <laughs> by two separate teams for being a bad coach. Honestly, yeah. Like, why don't why not just like go into retirement now? Yeah. Like, you're being paid by two different teams right yeah. now. That's got to be the best gig in the world. Hang out with your grandkids or something. Like, yeah, literally. <laughs> I would. I would never coach again. I would just. I don't care how much I love the game. Wait, who did Frank Reich coach Colts. last year? No. Yeah, fire from Colts. Shane Steichen's doing pretty good though. He is. Uh, I do gotta say. I do gotta say. I think that Frank Reich should not have been fired and i think it's kind of like i feel like it's on personnel like who you have like playing for you like the coach yeah. can only do so much at that I, point i want to i want to know how much of an impact frank wright had in choosing bryce Young. i feel like that could also play an effect mm-hmm. like play i from all the reports that i've been hearing it was the owner that kind of messed mm-hmm. with it and it was everyone else so maybe he just in met. the organization that wanted to get CJ Stroud, but it was the owner who was like, "Yeah, this Bryce Young fellow looks pretty good. He like he runs school and he's from a good school." Mm. I guess well, I mean, the Bryce Young, the Bryce Young hype out of college too was insane. Like Bryce Young hype was crazy. They were calling him like the best like quarterback prospects ever lived, and I was like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know about that one. But yeah, yeah no, nah, yeah, they said that he would be like Trevor Lawrence if he was just like two inches taller or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and he could also like run and be mobile too. Yeah. Wait, so, Bryce Young taller than Trevor Lawrence? No, nah, nah. Bryce Young is like he's like five nine. Bro. Yeah, he's really short. I was about to say, wait, what? Yeah, no, uh, they were saying that Bryce Young would be like one of the best uh, prospects coming out of college if he was like uh, two inches taller. Okay, or, or like probably like. Four inches tall, yeah, no, he's, he's a short king for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I just at this point, nothing's working. So, like, <laughs> what, like, uh, <clears throat> Matt from uh, the Stay Hot Pod, I was listening to him, and this was they recorded this episode like the day before Frank got, Frank Wright got fired. It's so funny. And at one point, 
they were talking about the Panthers, and Bladen asked him, he said, do you think Frank Wright should be fired? And he just went, sure. <laughs> why not? <laughs> it made me laugh so hard, because I was like, yeah, I mean, like, well, why not? <laughs> like, obviously, Frank Reich isn't good there, but neither is the team. I don't think that he's doing any better or any worse than anyone else could. Yeah, which is why I'm like, why fire the guy? You know what I mean? Because, like, I feel like Frank Reich... I also feel like Frank Reich shouldn't really have been fired in Indianapolis either. I don't really feel like that was their their issue, really. And I feel like Frank Reich, like, historically is, like, a pretty good coach. And so this is just a little bit confusing to me, seeing as last year their problems in Indianapolis did not really feel like coaching-related. And this year, Carolina's struggles did not particularly scream coaching to me. Mm-hmm. Um I just don't know why, like, like why Frank Frank Reich is the first coach to be fired in back-to-back seasons. Like, really? Like, Frank Reich is getting fired before dudes like Dennis Allen and uh, let's trying to think of another coach off the top of my head that Josh probably Daniels, needs to be fired. He fired oh, he, he did get fired. Thank thank God that happened. Um, I uh, maybe even Ron v- Rivera. You might some might say, although Ron Rivera had a great stint though in Carolina. He did. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, you know. I was uh, like, um, Daniel Hackett's an OC now. Yep. Man, there's a, there's a lot of good coaches in the league right now. I was trying to think of bad coaches, but like, there's a lot of good ones. Yeah, the coaching lately. Arthur Smith. Oh yes, before Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith is not getting fired before Frank Reich. Like, Arthur Smith has a lot more to work with than Frank Reich does. I think I don't know. I think the mindset also could be like. Like, it, it couldn't be worse. Like, they were one in, like, ten. One in ten. So, like, a new coach couldn't be much worse. And I'm assuming at this point he had lost the locker room. Mm. Because I feel like that's it. That's going to be what happens. Or, like, most of the time whenever a coach gets fired midway through the season, it's because they've lost the locker room. Mm. And I think that's what happened. Yeah. I guess it's, like, I don't know what Frank Reich's, like, press conferences have been like either. But, like, I can't, I can't imagine that, like, like if the if the Panthers locker room is not with Frank Reich, I'm kind of like, dog. Like he, I don't know how much is he with you. You know what I mean? Like, mm. have you seen you guys play? You know, yeah. have, you, have you turned on the tape recently? Um. So yeah, I've I've I guess though personally, I've not been caught up with the Panthers at all. I don't really know what they what kind mm-hmm. of football they've been playing other than their record not, is pretty atrocious. Not good football. I watched that one Bears Panthers game. That's the only game I've seen of them. Uh and the Saints Panthers game. Um and yeah, they're not good. Not good at all. Yeah, they're, and their very record thinky. their record Who is the one like, team they've beaten this year? Oh, the Vikings, right? Was it the Vikings? I, I, that might be that might be right. I mean, it would be a very Vikings thing to do. It would be a very Vikings thing to do. I was all scrambling to see. (laughs) Who will get there first? They beat the goddamn. Texans. They beat the Texans. Oh, damn. Texans week eight. Yeah, they're 13 of 15. Damn. I can't believe Bryce Young won the battle. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I forgot about that. Damn. Number one and two picks. Um, yeah, the owner was definitely on his high horse that day. He was like, I did make the right decision. He's going to point to that one win at the end of the season. And I be like, told y'all. <laughs> what did I say? And then CJ Stroud is going to win 
offensive rookie of the year, then he's gonna be like, "But they won the matchup." <laughs> Look at my franchise. What's up with Carolina sports recently? They kind of suck. <laughs> recently, <laughs> you're looking at you're looking at the Panthers, the Charlotte Hornets. Like apparently their hockey team's really bad too. Yep. Or the, yeah. the Carolina Hurricanes. Damn, and Lamelo just got injured. Yeah, he like he's gonna be. After he was he was hooping. He was hooping. Why do we? Why is the the Ball family so injury prone? I don't understand. They need to get out of that big baller brand merch. That big baller brand attired. <laughs> That's what happens when you're. You uh... had ten penalties in the game against the Panthers. Oh damn! I was looking. I was like, how did they even lose this game? And ten penalties will do it to you. Um, it that's uh that's what happens whenever your father puts you in a lab to be a basketball player since you were very young and <laughs> yeah. uh, you like blow out your knees at the age of fourteen and still go pro because you're you've been practicing your whole life. I don't know if that's actually true. I I saw someone say that on Twitter once and I was like, you know, that makes sense. No, yeah, I do definitely see a lot of hate towards like AAU leagues because they just like are constantly like putting those kids to work mm-hmm. uh just like an unhealthy amount of work and i think the ball brothers all played in the aau when they were very young so mm, that makes sense just a lot of wear and tear at a young age and then slowly building up they never stood a chance um back to some more football news uh jonathan taylor he got injured. He's out for a few weeks. Man, Taylor's had a rough year, just in general. In yeah. Game. I thought that he was going to... Well, I actually didn't think anything. I picked him up in a couple of <laughs> fantasy leagues late in the draft because I was like, <laughs> when he comes back, he's going to be something. And then uh, he's been, you know, averaging like 13 points a game, which is like... You Not know. bad, yeah. but That's like a flex. No, flex yeah, squad. yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and then Shaq Leonard, still a free agent, expected to sign soon. Everyone's saying it's coming down to the Cowboys and Eagles. Whoa. So you know they're going to be salty no matter who gets it. The other team is going to be real pissed. Yeah. Jesus. They said, I or I saw reporters say that he's supposed to decide this weekend. So within the next, what, like four or five days? Oh, my God. I had an Eagles fan come into work today, uh, or yesterday, actually. And, oh, he went to this giant rant about the Cowboys. And I was like, bro. I'm not even a Cowboys fan, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my god. He's running around making a fool of himself, bro. It's like me and like my two other coworkers, and he's like on the other side of the counter. And we just made it we made a little jest at his um at his cat because he's wearing an Eagles beanie and an Eagles shirt. So you're mm-hmm. like, okay, definitely Eagles fan. Yeah. And we we're talking about how easy it is to install a part, and one of my coworkers says it's so easy even an Eagles fan could do it. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, haha, a little funny joke. And he's like yeah, let me tell you about them Cowboys, though. And then Chris used to talk for, like, 10 minutes uninterrupted about, like, and he's, like, going on rants, like, yeah, this is why you can't win, because, like, Jerry Jones is, like, all, all he wants to do is his way, and then everyone, whenever they don't get their way, they're, like, Jerry! And he makes, like, a, he makes, like, a, like half trot, like, in place. It was, it was, he's, like, trotting around the fucking uh, lobby. I was, like, this is embarrassing, dog. Like I don't care. I don't care. Did you like lay on him that you're a Saints fan after I this whole? I, mean, I just, I just. He pointed at me one time. and He said, "And then y'all want to say?" And I was like, "Hey, hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not a Cowboys fan. Don't put me in there with them." Mm. But 
I, I was about to say Saints fan because I didn't want another 10 minute rant. <laughs> but God, oh, yeah, God. no. It's why the Saints fans. <laughs> Oh my god. Mickey Loomis. <laughs> no, it was it was embarrassing, man. I was like I was like, dog, I don't care how many wins you get. That shit like no one like it just reaffirmed my hatred for Eagles fans. No, yeah. Interacting well, with them in the wild. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> in the wild. In the wild, man. It was crazy. Because like online is a different thing. When you see one in person and you actually have to like talk to them, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, what winning will do to your mind, Crazy. Bro. Yeah, he walked out, and I was like, God, I, I was telling my coworkers, I was like, man, I, it's it's just, I see why y'all hate Eagles so much. Like, yeah. I can't even imagine. The the hatred I feel for the Falcons, I can't imagine what the, the Cowboys fans feel for Eagles. It's probably, like, carnal, primal yeah. energy that they yeah. feel. <laughs> the other day, I was in I was in a 7-Eleven with my Eric Dickerson jersey on, and there was this random... 49ers fan there in like a 49ers cap and a Niners jersey and he's like hey how much how much you want for that jersey I'll buy it off of you and I was like in my head I was like whoa what the fuck <laughs> never never been propositioned like that before in public and I was just like no nah, it's all good I like it too much and then he's like okay and then <laughs> And then yeah, this like, guy reaches a hard bargain. He's gonna buy just throw it in the trash. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, I was like, first of all, not selling my Rams jersey to a 49ers jersey. Like, yeah. what are you about to do with that? Um, I'm calling him a fan, calling him a jersey. <laughs> no, literally, like, like why? Why do you want to buy that jersey off of me? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and so yeah, that was that was just a also crazy interaction with a division rival in in the wild. Did I ever so, tell y'all about uh, the interaction that made me stop pointing out people's hats? Oh, I think I think you did, but you mm-hmm. I don't know tell I it again. Um, because people walk in, you know, a lot of people they just have like hats yeah. of like sports teams and stuff. People and wearing hats. People wearing hats at sports teams, and like I've done it with Saints fans where I'm like, hey, I like your hat, and they're like, oh yeah, Saints fan, and we like bond over that because most of the time they're from Louisiana and stuff. And so this one guy came in and he was wearing a Falcon hat. Mm-hmm. and we had our whole interaction you know, i helped him out and stuff and i'm giving him his part and we're like we're doing the, the checkout thing and i'm um, getting his information he's paying and i said i was i was like hey man uh you know like have a good day i almost didn't i almost didn't want to help you because of your hat man and <laughs> then uh and i was like because i'm a saints fan and then he said sometimes a hat's just a hat man <laughs> <laughs> so deadpan so deadpan i I didn't know what to say. <laughs> that is, it was quite frankly, <laughs> the worst thing he could have said in that moment. <laughs> so, sometimes it has just a hat. Yeah, it's just a hat. Bro, he really I, said it's not that deep, he, really, he did. I was like, damn, bro. Damn. It's so rude. What the fuck? I know. Oh my Since God. then, I have not pointed out a single hat. That's so funny. For fear of a similar interaction happening. Oh, man. Oh, God. But no, I was... I, no, it was so embarrassing, dog. It was awful. That's so funny. Uh, do you guys just want to move into the NFL and cover the uh, NBA afterwards since we're kind of on a little... Uh... Yeah, it's yeah. Keep the momentum going, you know what I mean? Yeah, we honestly, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I barely paid attention to like any of these games. Um, like all the Thanksgiving games. Yeah, I think I've, 
I didn't pay attention to the blowout games besides like the Cowboys I watched, but they they were on in the background, but like I didn't pay much attention to them. Right. Yeah. Because like my family was flipping between this and like the Macy's Day Parade for the Packers Lions one. Oh right. And it was just I was like it was just kind of on the background. Um, I got Um, the gist of them, but yeah, I mean (laughs) the Packers beat the Lions. That's pretty crazy. It was pretty crazy. They went up twenty to six to start the first quarter and it was off of like two goth fumbles i think one of them was returned for a touchdown and the other one just gave them really good field positioning um i did see the fumble those were crazy like to start off yeah it was not it was not a good show out from the lions and this this score this final score 22 to 29 is definitely uh much more, uh, you know, deceiving than uh, the kind of all-encompassing uh, domination that the Packers put on the lines this game. But part of me just wants to chalk this up to, like, weird divisional magic, but the Lions' secondary is really not good, and it's a very real, um, like, weakness of this team. Uh, they tried to get back into this game, but it simply was not enough, uh, because the Lions are kind of becoming turnover prone in these last couple of weeks. Hey, all I'm saying is I'm going to chalk up this loss due to the fact that it was a winning gibbous on Thanksgiving (laughs) and the Lions are, have never won in that scenario. Now, Owen, or is it waxing gibbous? It's one of the I think it was waxing. It's waxing gibbous. I think think they're, what are they like? Owen 13 now in that scenario? Owen 12? Yeah, it's such a specific. <laughs> what was the uh, fake punt call like? I, I didn't I didn't catch that. It was like it was basically what happened is it was like uh it was like a fourth and six. Or... It was a it was a direct snap to somebody, not to the punter, and like one of those two people up front. Yeah, yeah, it just got it just got like ate up at the line of scrimmage and nothing happened and i was like oh (laughs) and then dang campbell afterward was like that was completely on me i should not have done that and i was like well well at least he's self-aware so dan campbell loves going for those long fourth down conversions and when it works it's amazing but when it doesn't it's just like man you look like an idiot right now because he'll be doing it like we're like, if you turn it over, the other team's gonna have good field position, and it's mm-hmm. like, and that was, I think that was one of those times where like they turned it over, and then the Packers just had like amazing field position afterwards. It's definitely a risky play, but I mean that's what he likes to do. It's just yeah. I mean, I feel like most of the time it works out in their favor. So, well, I was gonna say in uh one of one of the earlier podcasts, I think it was the the Seahawks game that they played. But mm. I asked the question is, you know, coaches are very, cons- can be very conservative and just like punt all the time instead of going for it or kicking the field goal all this time instead of going for it. But there was, there was that Seahawks Lions game where the Lions like out did the Seahawks in basically every way, but the game still ended up going into overtime and I was like, I really feel like the Lions should have came away with more points than they did. And I asked the question, I was like, hey, is it, are we seeing them going for it too much now? Is that going to become a problem for them later down the line? And you know what? 
I'm not going to say that it is because, like you said, I do feel like they're... Although in this game, actually, I think they were like 0-4 on fourth down conversions or something oh, wow. like that. Yeah. It, it was not a it you was not a good showing. You can't win a game like that. You can't win a game like that at all. Yeah. And so, um, I'm not going to... You know, I always love seeing coaches go for it on fourth down, but... Uh, Definitely makes know. for a more exciting game. 100%. I don't know if it quite worked out for them in their favor in this <clears throat> game. And I think their problems had more to do with their kind of like banged up O-line right now and how Goff really, his ball security has never been the best, you know? the Coming out of the draft, the thing that he was knocked for is his small hands. So I guess he just can't use them small hands to hold onto the ball. <laughs> Another game that happened, though, on Thanksgiving. One that was a lot more lopsided, I guess. Yes. Uh, I didn't really watch this one at all, and I don't really care about it much at all, except for Deron Bland makes history. history. He had five pick six in the season. I knew that shit in 11 games. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, bro. Insane. I he wonder how many more games. he's gonna like, have. You can't, you can't be like, oh, there's a 17 game, 16. He did it in 11 games. He did it in 11. Yep. And like, he, they, I don't know how the Cowboys got Trayvon Diggs upgraded. Like, <laughs> I know crazy. it's crazy. Like, it's, I, it was insane. So, I mean, he's been great. I mean, five pick sixes in a season. He's got more yards and touchdowns than Quentin Johnston does this season. And yeah, like, that's fucking insane. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Um, good on him. Congrats to him. That's all I wanted to say about the uh, the Commanders losing to the Dallas Duran Blands, <laughs> except for the fact that Sam Howell somehow yeah. leads the league in pass attempts, completions, yards, sacks, and interceptions. He's gotten sacked so many times, He's man. He's been sacked it's 55 crazy. times, bro. <laughs> it's crazy man he literally has no help i think it's the worst offensive line in football um i don't know giants has got to be up there yeah it's Damn, pretty, pretty not. eric the enemy is just pass 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 he's just spamming the pass button and it's it's crazy i mean they're getting the stats i guess but god is sam paying for it yeah who so he's he's uh, tied for first in the league with interceptions. Mm-hmm. Who he's tied with a likely suspect. Who is it? Do I have, you guys know. I have two names in mind. My initial guess when I was first thinking was Desmond Ritter, but he, there was a few games that he that he missed. So I'm gonna go with Josh Allen. Damn, I was also low key thinking Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's thrown an interception in eight straight games. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I found that stat out today. Uh. Second guess was Deshaun Watson, but he's also he's missed, missed a lot of games. Um, fuck it, like Mac Jones? I don't know. <laughs> no, he's been benched too many times yeah. for that to happen. They've taken him out before he can throw too many. Um, to, to cut the tension, it is Josh Allen. Yep. They are both tied with 13 interceptions. Damn. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, also, though, I believe Josh Allen leads the league in touchdowns, though. Um, in passing touchdowns, that is. So, truly the Brett Favre of our time. He, so. he, he very much is. 
Um, and that's all about that game. Uh, the 49ers destroyed the Seahawks 31 to 13. Um, I was very wrong about this one. Didn't you pick the, you picked the Seahawks? I did. Yes. I, this was my divisional magic game and I was like, let's go, let's go Seahawks. Um, but, uh, the Niners bent over their little bird asses and spanked them all (laughs) games. So it was not, uh, I was very disappointed watching this game. Um, it was just like an opening touchdown drive from the Niners, and then they put up 24-3 to three in the first half. The Hawks were cooked. And they also missed a field goal to end the half, so that was that was fun times. Um, that field goal would have made the difference. Yeah. No, truly. Maybe they would have had the momentum, but uh, I don't think any momentum would have helped um, in this game. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had 114 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. Uh, offensive player of the year for sure. Um, for sure is a little much, but I think he definitely is going to be like top up there. Like, yeah. It's kind of hard to argue with like Tyreek Hill. I, and I AJ feel Brown. like that's true. But the thing is like Christian McCaffrey like does it all. And he's such a contributor to like the 49ers winning ways in a way that's like so material that with Tyreek Hill and AJ Brown, like you got to get them the ball. You know what I mean? And both of their quarterbacks are very excellent at doing that. But CMC is just like a one-man offense, and he always has been. And now he just yeah. happens to be a one-man offense on um, the best offense in the league. I'm trying to think. Is it is it the is it the Dolphins technically? I don't really Dolphins know. Dolphins is probably the best offense in the league. That's because of Tyreek Hill. That's so, true. That's yeah. true. Very fair. Uh, I mean, it, it'll be a good race for sure. That's probably uh, off my off the top of my head. That one's probably the closest one. Besides MVP, MVP is also very tight this game as well. It's it's so. still Lamar for me. It's still Lamar. I don't really I don't really like Jalen Hurts as the. We we can talk about this more whenever we get to the Eagles game. But apparently, uh, uh. I almost called him fucking Justin Fields, goddammit. <laughs> I this uh this Twitter post just messed with my head. It was like it was like cuz and we've also talked about this on the podcast before, but someone was like, "What would Justin Fields be like on the Eagles?" And then someone was like, "Let me show you." And then it was just like a picture of like uh Jalen Hurts's like ESPN profile and stats with his name crossed out and just said Justin Fields. <laughs> and it was the same stats and I was like, "You know what?" They make a good point. Um, but yeah, anyway. I can't agree with that. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I, can't. I, I think Jalen Hurts is better than Justin Fields. No, I mean, like, yeah. Who are we kidding? Yeah. But, like, I don't think the. I think the. I, I want to see the, Jalen Hurts on the. The, on the push push would not Bears. exist with Justin Fields. True. But uh, Justin Fields would just, like, get that shit on his own. <laughs> Um, yeah. One more thing about this game is Brock Purdy threw a pick six backed up, backed up against his own goal line, so that was sick. He's the only Seahawks touchdown in this game. So. Just had to throw that little hater back. <laughs> no, yeah, one hundred percent. Adonis's hater fact of the day: um, Brock Purdy threw a pick six, and I remember watching it and you know rooting for the rooting for the Seahawks. Unfortunately, God, I can't believe. Being being a hater is such hard work. It makes you root for teams that disappoint you. But um, it's like whenever whenever you you're you're watching your own team and you're getting 
you know, absolutely cooked. And they are, whatever team that you're rooting against is on their own, uh, like, backed up against their own end zone. And you're like, this is prime pick six opportunity <laughs> right here. Let's see if we can get back in this game. And and it happened. I remember, I remember thinking that. And it happened. And I was like, let's go. Um, but yeah. I mean, other than that, just a blowout game on that one. That's all the Thanksgiving Day, day games. Um, and we had a Black Friday game for yeah, the first time in NFL history. I mean, Dolphins just beat the brakes out of the Jets. The ninety-nine, I think, the ninety-nine yard pick six to uh, end the first half. That was this game. Yeah, that was this game. And I mean, whenever that happens, you're not gonna win a game. <laughs> you're yeah. not. It doesn't matter what the score is before or after. <laughs> you're not gonna win. You're not the winner. Uh, Tim Boyle is not your guy. Um, Who the fuck is that? <laughs> their starting quarterback. <laughs> No. He's in their starting quarterback. Oh, because Zach Wilson is QB3 now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. No it, uh, goes way. Goes Tim Boyle, then Trevor Simeon, then Zach Wilson. Uh, just start Trevor Simeon at this point. Like, I, he's got to be better than Tim Boyle. I think they have, though, at some point this season. They, I, I think, think so. Did. I think it's been that bad. I think I think he came in for uh, for Zach after, like, he got like got injured or got benched or something. Oh, I but see. I don't think Tim, I don't think Trevor Simeon's gotten a start yet. Give him a start. What's the worst that could happen? Tim Boyle. Well, awful. yeah. The worst that could happen is Tim Boyle. That's the worst <laughs> that could happen. Honestly, you're right. You're so right. Yeah. Free Garrett Wilson, man. I feel oh so God. bad. Free Garrett Wilson. I really and they better they better do some voodoo on uh, Rogers Achilles and get him back in this fucking league. I need to see Garrett Wilson <laughs> go off. I need nothing it. else. I need it. That's all I need. Um, I need and then and that was the Black Friday game. We can move on to the Sunday slate. No, you know, I know we spent 15 minutes talking about my Saints already. But I'm going to spend a little bit more time. <laughs> because, god damn this game. This was... Derek Carr is the, is the problem. Derek Carr is the issue. Derek Carr is the problem. The coaches are also bad. bad. Don't get me wrong. But Derek Carr cannot start anymore i can't i can't have it like we got Derek carr i'm pulling my notes we got Derek carr <laughs> so that he could be accurate like because that that's that was Derek carr's whole thing when he was in whenever he was with the raiders is he was accurate and he could make good decisions he wasn't the most athletic he couldn't run that far he didn't have that impressive of an arm like he didn't have good power but he was accurate and he could make good decisions and now that's gone he doesn't have the accuracy he doesn't he's not good I never, I like, he, on crossers and slants, he can't hit those throws, like, in stride. I remember there was one slant to, to, uh, to Shahid that was, like, in the early in the first quarter where Shahid was on a crossing route. He was, like, wide open. Literally, it was on, like, the 20. If Shahid catches it in stride, that it's a touchdown. Like, he was going to outrun everyone. He had nothing but green grass ahead of him. He was going to be a touchdown. Or at least a first down. And instead... She, Carr throws it so far behind Shahid that Shahid has to like turn around and like catch it one hand, like bring it back towards him, and then trips and falls, and then gets up and runs like one yard before he's met by like three defenders immediately. And like you, like if 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 you can make those simple throws, it was like two yards past the line of scrimmage, like literally mm. like such a short pass. If you can make those throws, then like that's like the easiest part of being a quarterback. And Carr can't do that. The Jesse Bates pick six. If even if Jesse Bates hadn't caught it, 
there was an I saw an overhead view of it. That gar- that ball was not going to the receiver. Oh no, it was. It not. was definitely not. It was going to the defense. Like to the defense. It, to the defense. If Jesse Bates didn't catch that, if Jesse Bates didn't exist on that play, and the Falcons were out there with ten men, then the the cornerback that was covering, uh, I think it was Olave, was the intended target. The quarterback that was covering him would have got that pick. It would have been yeah. just as easily, just as easily. I remember so far behind. Watching the highlights just before this podcast, which was whenever I was seeing this game for the first time, I remember seeing that pick and I was like, that was like behind him even as mm-hmm. well. Like mm-hmm. Jesse Bates made a fantastic play, but uh, it was an even worse play from Derek Carr, I mm-hmm. think. And it was in the red zone as well. Yeah, it was. It was in the red zone. Um, the, yeah, he just can't hit people in stride, like going across the field. Like, no wonder we can't hit anything in the middle and we don't do that because like, he can't do it. He just can't. He, uh, only like throws that he could hit are like digs and like hooks and shit. And like, it just like, it, it, the flats are just, it's forget it, man. Like the, uh, the, the whole like slants across the middle and he cross forget it. He's not going to get you in stride. Chris Olave, uh, he went off this game. Like Derek Carr finally figured out that Chris Olave could catch the ball, <laughs> or like he finally figured out that like Olave was on his team, and he um, he threw it to him like like nine times in the first half, and it was amazing because Chris Olave was making just crazy catches. Like yes. it wasn't because Derek Carr was like dotting him up. Chris Olave had like he had seven catches in the first half. Four of them were like circus catches. Like, one of them, he literally was, like, jumping backwards and, like, did, like, pulled one of these and, like, kind of ripped it out of the defender's hand. Uh, and, like, almost every single catch, he was, like, like jumping up in the air and, like, high-pointing that ball. And he was so good at it. Uh, it's, it's weird because, like, he's not good at, like, a fade, like, in the end zone, like, that type of high point. But, like, in stride, he just has, like, Olave just has this natural ability to, like, be in stride and then just, like, float mm. above everyone as soon as the ball, like, gets close. <laughs> He'll just like start levitating and just floats above <laughs> and like catches the ball. It's it's crazy, that but, uh, also that is part of what got him hurt is because he kept having to go up and make these crazy catches. And on mm-hmm. one of them, Carr throws a, a ball that's like up in the air and he's like with uh things with Jesse Bates on the side. It was either I think it was either J- Jesse Bates or AJ Terrell, and he goes up for a ball like on the on the sideline and he jumps way up high to get it. And then while he's in there, AJ Terrell has his like has his hand on the shoulder pad, so it pushes him back, and he ends up landing like on his back and neck, and that's what causes uh, him to get concussed, and that's why he has to leave. Uh, and that happened like in like the second quarter sometime, and so that got him hurt. Shahid pulled something, so that was hurt. MT and Lattimore are both on IR. Uh, they both got put on IR before right before this game. Jawan Johnson was limping off at one point. He played the rest of the game, but he was limping off. And then Andrews P got hurt. So we're out there with Lynn Bowden, uh, an injured Juwan Johnson, Ooh. and A.T. Perry, who didn't have a great game, and, like, Keith Kirkwood. And then, like, that's, yeah, that's our fucking, that was our receiving core for, like, the last half of the game. Like, you, you can't do stuff with that. It was just arguing. It was just awful. It was just, it was just not a good game. And... Um, let's see what else happened this game. Oh yeah, the red zone drive that you mentioned earlier. We had eight of them, five field goals, one interception, one fumble, and one missed field goal. Eight. Uh, I'm I'm gonna read another stat that I found earlier today. Thirty-two drives. That's how many Saints. How many times? That's how many drives the Saints have had in the past like, I must say like five games or something like that. Thirty-two drives. 
three touchdowns in those drives. Uh-huh. Three. Two of them were Winston. <laughs> One of them was Taysom Hill. <laughs> oh, no. That's crazy. <laughs> Uh, Not a single Derek Carr touchdown in those 32 drives. Oh. It's insane. Like, Carr is the issue. What is the Derek Carr's contract situation? Uh, three like? years, 120 mil was the original. Uh, I think, like, 60 mil of it was guaranteed. So, it's not it's not great to have on the books. It's not great. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, let's see. Yeah, no. Uh, the I, This one did. I mean, Pete Carmichael still needs, Pete Carmichael still needs to be gone, but like th- watching this game, I was like, okay, Derek Carr is definitely the issue because there were guys open and Carr was just failing to hit them. Carr was just not doing good. Like, the the only reason that we got it is we, we, that we got the... Um, I don't even know what I was trying to say just now. Um... The only reason that the catches were made is because the receivers were making good catches. That's what I was trying to say. Gotcha. Yeah. And then um our say and then our run defense was just atrocious the whole time. Like on the last drive, it's the last drive. Like there's like three minutes left. We are down by six. If we stop them on this drive, then we can get the ball back and have a chance to to tie the game or win the game. Everyone in the fucking world knows it's gonna be a run. And the Falcons just run and run and run and run. <laughs> and they didn't pass a single time on that drive. Not a single time. Because I, I started paying attention because I was like, wow, they've just been running a lot, huh? And we're just going to keep letting them. And they just kept doing it. They didn't pass a single time. Because why would you pass with Des- Desmond Raider when the game's on the line? <laughs> like, everyone knows it's going to be run. And they ran every single time. And they probably averaged like eight yards per run on that last drive. Oh. It was ridiculous, man. It was... And we just couldn't do shit to stop it. We couldn't do anything to stop it. I was like, call fucking engage eight. Send a full blitz. Do the goal line package. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, have, have literally have one person on each receiver and then just everyone else just swarm in the middle. Because the way we are, like, the, I don't know what we're doing right now, but it's not working. It was just, it was awful. Um. So, yeah, the, the run defense was awful and it just didn't go well. And... That's that was the story of this game. Now it's time to pack it up. Yep. Start tanking. Time to tank. I hope we don't win. I hope we don't win the division. I hope we don't go to the playoffs because I want Dennis Allen to be fired, Pete Carmichael could be fired, and for us to draft a quarterback, preferably Jaden Daniels. But knowing us, it's probably going to be Bo Nix. Oh no! I don't want Bo Nix. No, Bo. I read a stat today. I don't know if it was on the season or on this week, but two of the highest-rated guards in the league were on the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Lindstrom, and I believe it was Matthew Bergeron. It was. Um, both, of their, both of their guards. Um, third place was Kevin Dotson, a Rams guard, I was like, I was who's like, been sure. fucking killing it this year. <laughs> Um, I've shouted him out a couple times on the podcast, I think, but, uh, we got him from the Steelers and he's very, very good. Um, he, he's been killing it and we'll get to the, we'll get to exactly, uh, what that production has done to kill it exactly in a couple of games when we get to the Rams game. But, uh, that was, uh, that was the Saints meeting their Losing to the Falcons quota once uh once a year this this game. Desmond Ritter's bad at quarterback still. I he did more on his more with his legs than he did with the ball. We if we would have just forced him to play quarterback then we would have won. Yep. 
because but we just refuse to do that and rushing quarterbacks have always been our downfall it's unfortunate uh rushing greats desmond ritter beats the saints yet again and i actually don't know if desmond ritter has beaten the saints at all before this but i don't think so um speaking of other divisional rivalries ones that are heating up especially uh as of late the jaguars hold off another cj stroud comeback drive to win 24 to 21 this is a great matchup for many years to come i'm excited to see this personally cj stroud and trevor lawrence battling it out in the division best young quarterbacks in the league with up-and-coming teams that are performing really well and have a lot of talent on them. I mean, it's you, you wouldn't expect to be hearing that the Texans and Jaguars are like two powerhouses now, but like they're they're looking to start being one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, this was an all-around good team win from the Jags. Trevor Lawrence put up 364 passing yards. Five of their players received for over 40. That's crazy. Uh, Josh Allen had two and a half sacks. Josh Allen was relentless. Yeah, he was yeah, really good was, this game. Uh, I had this game on. This one was on the same time as the Saints game, and I had this one on, so I paid attention to a lot of this one um, because I didn't want to pay attention to the Saints game. Uh, and, yeah, yeah no, um, Josh Allen was, man, he was after. <laughs> CJ Stroud, he, he like... He he looks good, but like everything that he had to do was was out of structure. Like yeah. everything was improvised and on the fly because like he just didn't have time in the pocket to cook, and he had to just he had to just scramble and there was a lot of that. But it was it was still a really good game. There was this one play that I believe was out of structure. It was on some like third and like third and 15 or something like that, and I was like, ah, no way they're gonna convert this. And like the play goes on for a while, and I'm like holy shit, is something going to happen? And C.J. Stroud fucking bombs it, like, airs it out, like, like 70 yards, like, in the air, which is, like, <laughs> one of the... I don't know if it would have been, like, an NFL record or something, but, like, you don't you don't see that yeah. ever. You don't see 70 air yards from a quarterback. And Tank Dell comes down with the ball, and it got taken away from <laughs> us because of some dumbass penalty. I don't re- I don't remember what it was, but I just remember watching this and just being like mind blown that this moment was stolen from us and it didn't even appear on the highlights afterwards and i was like yeah. we're because it didn't count we're also robbing people who did not watch the game of seeing something amazing happen and yeah. i think it was like some like dumbass holding call or something it was like, a illegal shift oh it was an illegal shift because tank dell apparently like wasn't set at the and they never no, showed he, uh, he he motioned he started his motion while someone else was still motioning and that's what it was yeah i remember in the broadcast because i was at work when this was happening Mm -hmm. and i don't know if i was like getting on break or like if i was coming into work at this time i don't remember but i do remember watching the broadcast of this and they never showed they never showed the penalty like they showed tank dell doing the motion but they but the announcers were literally like yeah, there was probably another player on the other side of the formation that was uh, motioning at the same time. I guess we'll never see it. And I was like, "What? <laughs> you literally have the footage." <laughs> like, we're not gonna we're not gonna contextualize this any further. We're just gonna like let this go after mm-hmm. we just saw rookie to rookie wonderful magic just occur and mm-hmm. just get getting taken away. Let's. 
Let's I, start uh, a riot or I something. I fact checked the uh, the CJ Shroud like longest air yards thing because I saw the thing you were talking about because mm-hmm. CJ Shroud's uh, pass was sixty eight air yards. Damn. Uh, the record is seventy two. Oh. oh. Yeah. Is do you Joe know who Shroud. that is? Yes. Is it Brett Favre? No, I don't even want to tell you who it is. Joe Montana. No, I don't want to tell you specifically who it is. Oh, is it like... Uh, it's Matthew Stafford. It's not Matthew Stafford. Damn. Is it Jared Goff? No, it is Baker. <laughs> yeah, Baker! Yeah. Air yards on a completed pass was 72 yards by Baker Mayfield. That's so funny. Shout I feel out. like I re- now that you're saying that, I feel like... I mean, because I was definitely on the Browns, right? I think so. I feel like I remember I remember hearing something about this, but I don't remember I don't really remember the context of this, but that's that's so funny. Baker Mayfield, what a what a trivia fact. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like Deron Bland also holding the the most uh pick sixes in a season is also a pretty good uh especially if he like regresses after the season is over and, and he's becomes ass. Like, yeah. It's like Deron Bland, he holds that record. Yeah. Dude can't even find his way on the field nowadays. Yeah. That's kind of how uh Trayvon Diggs was the, the next season after his like uh his like seven game streak with uh Isn't that wait, wasn't that last season when that happened? When Trayvon Diggs was, was or was it the year before? I thought it was two years ago, but I could be wrong. I don't know. That was crazy though. Is he injured? I don't I don't know. He he, he is injured. And people were talking about how the Cowboys were going to be cooked after he got injured. But I was like, I just, I was just was like, kind of like, mm, I don't know about all that. And now Deron Bland is the new, the new hottest cornerback in, in Dallas. So I don't really know what, uh, what's up with that. But hey, you know what? The, uh, um, but, uh, to go back to the, to the Jaguars here and the CJ Stroud Texans. Um, CJ Stroud still looks good in this in this loss, and maybe narratives would be much different if uh, the Texans didn't miss a field goal to send the game to overtime. It was this close, this close it to really going was. in. If the field goal would have been one yard shorter, it would have literally went in. Talk about a game of inches. What maybe. was it like a fifty-four yarder or something? I don't know. It was a long field. It was goal. a long field. I think goal. like fifty-nine or something like that. It was. It was pretty Whoa. long. Um. Yeah. No. That was. That was so tragic. I wanted it to go in so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I got this pick right. I don't really remember what you guys picked for this. I picked Texans on this one. I also picked Texans. I, I believed in CJ Stroud. No, yeah. And it wasn't so much that I didn't believe in CJ Stroud in that it made more sense if they split. But uh, we can go more into the pickums later because this was truly a strange game. A uh, strange week in pickums. Oh, is this the Baker toss? This is the Baker toss. It looks like about 62. I think that would have been the longest completion ever. Longest areas completion of Next Gen Stats era. I mean, oh, I see. that's like right at the line. And like he threw it from like the 38. That would have been like 62. No, I, that, the CJ Stroud to Tank Dell would have been the longest completed pass. Oh. Longest completed <laughs> air yards pass in NFL history. I'm going to have to look that up when I get home. I, 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 tried, I tried looking it up and everything. It, it says in the next-gen stats era. Probably, they, they I guess they just did not track, like, 
the air yards of a ball before then, I suppose. P.J. Walker's Hail Mary pass, TD pass to D.J. Moore traveled 67.6 yards in the air, the longest completion by air distance in the next-gen stats era. Since 2016. Since 2016. 2016 is when the next-gen stats started, so I'm sure there must have been, like, I'm sure Brett Favre had one that was recorded that was... Oh, 100%. Yeah. Alright, yeah, but... Anyway. Anyway, speaking of missing field goals to send the game to OT, <laughs> that's exactly what happened to the Patriots against the Giants. But they did it on like a 24-yarder. <laughs> yeah, that's even worse. They made they made the tanking obvious. They said, we're going <laughs> to... They said, you're going to give this win to the Giants. You're going to like it. Um, I did not watch this game. Who did? Who cares? Yeah, I saw the... The the final score of seven to ten, and also the Patriots missed a field goal. So I was like, "All right, I got we got to at least like say that this happened before." Um, the Texans or not the Texans? What am I saying? The Patriots now hold the second pick of the draft, third pick of the draft. I think second. Dang. Yep. Um, Drake May, you are a Patriot. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's that's. I mean, that's what's gonna happen here. I don't think the Patriots are gonna go with Marvin Harrison Jr. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna try and get their quarterback of the future. Um, Mac Jones. Uh, Mac Jones needs help. <laughs> Draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Mac Jones needs help figuring out how to play football. <laughs> that's what he needs. Yeah, yeah. I almost feel bad for him, but I also don't like Mac Jones at all. So I don't care. Uh. He's, he's, you're right he's a historically dirty player so oh true 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 true, true. he's like he tripped multiple people and like he's not good so i don't feel bad for him I that boy the grace now and i'm in a he is man he is just another mid-white boy who <laughs> tries to get away with shit it's fun. save bailey zappy get him marvin <laughs> harrison jr <laughs> Or save the. I guess they're doing quarterback by committee over there. So maybe just save the. Get get the quarterback committee some some stability over there. You know what I mean. They do need some help over there for sure. Though. Uh, speaking of teams needing help and uh, high draft picks, the Rams <laughs> dance on the graves of the Cardinals, thirty-seven to fourteen. Um, this was a uh, generational game from Kyron Williams Take here. Take the advanced cameras at the cemetery. Timmy, this one on your corpse. Go. That's what Drew said. Yep. And uh, instead of Baby Keem rapping that verse, it was Kyron Williams who had 143 rushing yards on just 16 attempts. That's crazy. He had another 61 receiving yards on six receptions for two touchdowns. So in total, if you can do some quick maths, that's 204 yards. And two touchdowns. Both through his phone. I can't believe this is my life, man. Um, we also had a prime Tyler Higby game. He had two touchdown catches. Higby don't, was going off. Don't look at those uh, those yards, those receiving yards, because it was not as good as I thought. Uh, going back to the stat, <laughs> pretty box. short. He was like, was it like twenty something? <laughs> yeah, I I want to say forty six or something oh, okay. like that, but it it could be like twenty four or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Matthew Stafford put up 229 yards and four touchdowns and an interception. That's my quarterback, <laughs> though. We love him. Uh, he has now thrown for 346 all-time touchdowns, putting him at 11th 
all time passing now above ASMR channel. <laughs> we just had to we, we we quickly we quickly forget about the interception there. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. What, what interception? Um, but yeah, now, <laughs> now Fran Tarkenton is the twelfth most uh passingest touchdown uh quarterback, which is a way that you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is washed. That's yeah. All you need no, yeah, he, he, yeah. Um, and uh, seventh seed, here we come, baby. Uh, I so while you might be rooting for your team to not make the playoffs, I'm rooting for my team to make the playoffs. Not that there's anything wrong with your position, <laughs> but the Rams' position is a little bit different because we like our coaches and yeah. our players. Um, and, um, I, uh, now I'm just thinking about like, what if Matthew Stafford was not, did not get injured. And I'm just thinking about like, if, if we, if we won the Packers game, bro, if we won that Packers game, I think we literally would just be in the playoffs right now. I think we would be because right now we're, I think we're six and six. I think we're six and six right now. Um, and so that would be well. The Seahawks are six and five right now, so we technically would be only the eighth seed, but we have the tiebreaker with the Cardinals or with the Cardinals with the Seahawks. I'm just getting all these bird teams fucking confused right now. If we're able to beat the Browns next week, the Ravens we're probably gonna lose to, but we also have the Commanders, the Saints, the Giants, and then to end the season we have the. We have the Niners, so this is not like it's a tough ask. It's a tough ask for sure. Yeah, and we're five and six right now. So if we to be conservative about this, if we go eight and nine, is that enough to make the? Is that enough to make we 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 honestly are hoping and praying on the downfalls of the Seahawks, of the Vikings, of the Packers. Um, but like I don't see why I don't see why the Rams are not like the best team out of all those options and why we can't like take the seventh seed, especially against this shitty Browns team with no quarterback and now apparently Miles Garrett is hurt. So if he's not playing, if they're down to their like fucking fifth or f- like fourth string quarterback, like PJ Walker time. Oh <laughs> shit! I forgot it's PJ Walker time. Never mind. I guess uh, I guess we're cooked or something. I don't know. Um, but I I don't know. I have a little bit of I have a little bit of faith in this team. And I mean, it's definitely still possible. I definitely see a path to where you could get the six seed or the seventeen. Um, it's gonna take a little bit of a miracle, uh, a little bit of luck going your way. But, For sure. Yeah. But it's definitely still possible. Um. Yeah, I mean, this was just, like, there's not really much to talk about in this game, aside from Kyron Williams. Like, like Matthew Stafford threw four touchdowns, and it felt like it felt like he was, like, not even involved in the game. It felt like <laughs> I was just watching, like, Kyron Williams and Tyler Higbee go off, and it was just crazy. Um, and, uh, yeah, conclusion, the Cardinals are poverty. Uh, Greg Dortch did a too-small celebration when they were down by over 20. It was... 
one of the most unserious things I think that I've shit ever seen. Killed me, bro. I was like, Greg Dorsch's five seven ass <laughs> said too small. Down uh, twenty. Yeah, dog. Uh, I don't. I don't know about all that, but uh, you know what? We pulled away with the win. We own the Cardinals. I and still believe in the Cardinals. <laughs> the... I still believe. That's why he's whispering, folks. Uh, I still believe. I believe in them. They, they, not this year, but next year. They're locked in. They're locked in. Once they get Marvin Harrison Jr., bro. It's done. Once they get Marv, it's done. Maserati Marv's about to turn around this franchise. (laughs) Larry Fitz Part 2. It's like if Larry Fitz and Megatron had a baby, bro. Shit. But that baby is actually the offspring of Marvin Harrison Sr., the an all, another really good receiver. Yeah, you can't really go wrong. Pick him number one overall, Bears, I dare you. I, I, Get Justin Fields some help. That's who really needs some help, some help man. That and we'll talk crazy. about that later. Um, but, also, one thing I want to point out is the Rams have five wins on the season. And four of those wins are against divisional opponents. Nice. So no we... way he's beat the Seahawks and Cardinals <laughs> twice. Oh my god! Basically, all I'm saying is that if he's nothing else, no real win. <laughs> if if nothing else, we're gonna get it done against our own division. Which you know what? Sometimes that's all I really care about. That's that's last year. Half of our wins in our four and like twelve season that we had, it was like four. We only had four wins last season. Half of those wins, i.e., two of those wins, were against the Seahawks, baby. So, if it's one thing we're gonna do is we're gonna beat the Seahawks. If I could, if I could, if I had to go two and fifteen, I would be happy as long as the two wins were against the Falcons. So I know what you mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, let's uh, move on to game of the week, possibly game of the year. Yeah. One of the craziest games ever. Uh the Bills versus the Eagles. Um Sunday night football ends in a this shootout ends in OT, uh thirty seven to thirty four. Yep. Uh, you know, it God, it was a crazy one. Went back and forth a lot. Um uh Bills got the ball first in OT, had the chance to put it away. Couldn't get it done. Settled um, for a field goal. Yeah. I feel like in that situation, they should have just went for a touchdown, honestly. Uh, I don't know. I'd still probably take the field goal. Uh, especially because I think it was like fourth and like... I think it was like fourth and like six or something like that. Or like or it was like fourth and like eight or something like that. I don't know. It wasn't like an easy one. Uh, Gabe Davis, you know, he had a good game. But he also kind of choked away the end of it. Oh, yeah, because he, like, dropped he dropped the pass. Well, he didn't no, drop no, it. No, it was, like, a miscommunication. Yeah, it was something. a miscommunication. He just ran, like, the worst route. Like, yeah. like it, it, there was an option where he had the he had the option to either cut inside where there was no safety and, like, score a touchdown or cut to, like, the far left corner and, and try and get, like, the fade going, even though there was, like, 20 yards, 20 to 30 yards away. And um, he, he chose the outside route, and Josh Allen was like, oh, he's definitely going to choose the inside route, right? It's so much easier, and he just did not. Just ends up throwing it way behind him. And, uh, yeah, it was just like, it just was not near him. And, you know, it, uh, I don't know. It's The Bills were so fucking close, man. The Bills, man. If, you, if there's one thing the Bills can do... It's, it's lose in overtime. It's lose a really good game. Yeah. <laughs> lose a great game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Josh Allen has not been good in OT, or I guess OT hasn't been kind to Josh Allen. They changed the rules for this man, and he's still, 
he is still 0-5 in OT. I didn't I didn't know that until this game that he he'd been winless. Like you you yeah. would have thought he would have won one. No, he just he man, I don't I don't know. It's it's always just something unfortunate that happens. Um hey. he threw the ball fifty one times this game. That's insane. Yeah. He looks good on his feet though. He had a pretty good uh, he had some good rushes. Yeah, for he, sure. He had his patented interception as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's gonna come. It's just that's what happens with Josh Allen. Um, but I mean, on the other side of the ball, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles did Eagles things. Yep. Um AJ Brown let it rest for a bit and gave it to Devonta Smith, who went off uh, seven receptions, one hundred and six yards, and a touchdown. And Jalen Hurts went. Crazy. We're talking about Matthew Stafford having five touchdowns or four touchdowns. Jalen Hurts had five. Uh, granted, probably two of them were tush push touchdowns, but one of them was a tush push, and then the other one was the QB draw to win the game. Oh, that one was a good one. That one was a good one for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. The the drive to get Jake Elliott into field goal range was crazy. Uh. And. That field goal was insane. Yeah, yeah let's put some respect on Jake Elliott's name. Because <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> 59 <laughs> yards in the rain, yep. in the cold, outside, in the weather. In the, <laughs> in the weather, the in the rain. rain. Weather, rain, cold, sleet, snow, it doesn't matter. He's automatic. Uh, uh, no, yeah, no. Jake Elliott, man, he's like that. that's one of the best kicks ever. It's one yeah. of the best kicks ever. That was very impressive. Yeah. Especially since the Eagles went on to win the game. If the Eagles don't win the game, it's like, eh. But, but since since they they did end up winning, it's, it's a crazy fucking kick. Absolutely. Barely Absolutely. squeezed it in, but it went in nonetheless. This game was... I don't know. This game, watching it, it made me feel like the Eagles have more question marks to them than like... I'm, I guess they're like ten and one or whatever. Whatever, whatever. It's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. They're still. Uh, <laughs> they they still are probably the best team in the NFL. Yeah. But I I just can't. I just like can't help but be like, when when every one of your uh and ones are tush pushes and are just automatic conversions. Maybe you just like win games or something. I, do. I don't really know you what do. to say. Um, and then when you also have one of the best quarterbacks, one of the best receiving cores, one of the best offensive lines, one of the best defenses, it's, I mean, it's, you got the yeah. defensive player of the year on one side, you got uh, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, DeAndre Swift, Jalen Hurts, and the best O-line in the league. It's, it's, it's like, it's, you're going to win. And, the, and that's what they I'm do. Like, that's why I'm like, Justin Fields, could that be you? <laughs> and it will haunt me for the rest of my life. Um, I if if we're talking about most valuable player, I still think it's Lamar over Jalen Hurts personally. I still have Lamar as my MVP as well. Cause like, like Jalen Hurts, you're cool, and you have you had five total touchdowns in this game, which is pretty hard to ignore. But like, mm. also, I don't know. I just. <laughs> I just I just hate the Eagles and I hate watching push put I mean I was talking to I was talking to Matthew about this before the before the podcast but 
the I'm maybe this is gonna do irreparable damage to some people's minds, and it will. And I'm gonna hold on to it forever. But Cam Newton versus Jalen Hurts' rushing touchdowns is truly a truly a sight to behold. Whenever the the number in the box score is one rushing touchdown, and these are these are what you're seeing on film. The it's a very disparate. Uh, basically, Cam Newton in his prime, we were also robbed of of brilliance from injury in this case rather than horrible mismanagement of talent around you in Justin Fields's case but you know what Cam Newton was he was that guy he really was and uh Jalen Hurts is also that guy mm -hmm. but we can't uh we can't just ignore the situations and the contexts of which uh of which all of this is happening in so I uh, will stop the the Eagles slander for now, and I will say, uh, I guess I'll just have to hand it to them once they win the Super Bowl or something. I don't mm -hmm. know. And we're just gonna say Lamar better. Lamar, baby. And he proved it whenever he beat the Chargers the next day on yep. Monday Night Football. Fuck the Chargers. Fuck uh, Justin Herbert. <laughs> I've been secretly praying on his downfall. And they <laughs> lost, so yeah, it worked. The prayers worked. <laughs> yeah, you know the Chargers. If there's one thing they'll do, it's throw away a game. So yeah. uh, it definitely wasn't just a Lamar masterclass that won this game for the Ravens. In um, fact, at times it felt like the Ravens themselves were trying to hand this game to the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, if there's one thing the Ravens will do, it is fumble. That is true. It is turn the ball over, and I mean Josh Allen has his pick every game. Lamar has his fumble every game. Yeah. It happens. I think the Ravens, I, I saw it the other day, the Ravens are like fifth in fumbles. Damn. This season. Yeah. They've given up like the fifth most fumbles. Um, And yeah, no, it just, it's just hard to win when you're just giving up the ball that much. Uh, but yeah, the Ravens had a good game. Um, Dave Flowers looked good. Mark Andrews is still out, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, the Chargers looked bad. <laughs> they did look bad. Um, the Chargers are four and seven right now, which is kind of crazy considering how I thought they were going to end the season with only seven losses and they would be having ten wins. I had them at like twelve and five, like thirteen and four, something Damn. like that. Yeah, no, I had high hopes for the Chargers. And they have disappointed on that front <laughs> very hard. Um, yeah, no, Chargers very much underperforming. Keenan Allen looks great, which is like, I mean, it's just that defense is awful. But Keenan Allen, he's a, a bucket. He's, you know, just insane. I went into the season thinking Keenan Allen's washed. Me too. God, has he proved me wrong. 14 receptions for 106 yards, crazy. Yeah, that's just a... A Keenan Allen game these these days, I suppose. That's Just a, that's a fantasy football masterclass. Literally, an insane amount of receptions and over a hundred yards. Like, yeah. what what are you gonna do about Sign that? Sign me up. Um, there was yeah, basically the Chargers are not good, and to highlight just how silly they are, this is so the uh they scored a field goal in the first quarter, and then after um. Let's see, what happened? Oh, yes. The Ravens turned the ball over on downs. And after the Ravens did that, this is what the Chargers gifted us with. They fumbled the ball. <laughs> Their next possession, they fumbled the ball. 
Their next possession, they threw an interception. The next possession, they punted. And then the possession after that, they fumbled again. So, like, what, like, in that, like, stretch of, like, football, that's not, like, that's over, that's over, like, the second quarter going into the third. Yeah, you're not going to win games like that, man. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, the Chargers, oh, and before, uh, uh, Frank Reich got fired before, um, Brandon Staley. Hello? What are we doing here? I Yeah, Brandon Staley's definitely up there with like the worst coaches. I think he's gotta go for sure at this yeah. point. I, I was a little bit more like favorable to him because he was a former uh Rams defensive coordinator who really cooked up a wonderful defense for us and I believe it was I believe it was the Super Bowl year. It might have been the year before that though. Um But uh regardless, I don't think Brandon Staley is that guy, and yeah, you're just Chargers are cooked. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that high draft position, uh, I suppose. Fun, fun stat for the day from this game: uh, Lamar Jackson became the youngest player, the youngest quarterback to rush for five thousand yards in his career. Oh yeah, he beat Michael that. Vick by forty four games. Oh my god, forty four games faster than Vick got to five thousand yards. Yeah, bro. insane. Uh, but yeah, I heard that stat. Lamar is the best rushing quarterback of all time. Yeah, I think it's it's really safe to say that. Uh, unanimous MVP under his belt. Mm-hmm. Um, the eight, like like his first or second year in the league. Yeah, his, his second second his year. second year. His yeah. first full his first full uh season starting. Um, and I don't know what his win record is looking like while he's starting, but it's definitely positive and it's definitely very, very good. It's very good. Um, so shout out to my MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, I am hoping to see a deep playoff run from from Lamar uh, because the only question mark he has on his resume is simply lack of playoff success, which is honestly something I feel like... Uh, is pretty valid. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's been uh, it's been a lot of weird years, and he faces a lot of tough teams. But yeah, hopefully this year. I think this year is definitely. You, you, you gotta. I think this is the year to do it. If if there was if there was a year. I mean, Joe Burrow's gone. Patrick Mahomes has no weapons. The Dolphins uh, are very hit or miss. Can't beat winning teams. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's the Ravens' year to to really just just do it. And I want them to. Me too. Just I do it. I like them better than any of the teams that might come out of the NFC, so. Yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh Jesus, and now we gotta talk about the Monday night stinker. Probably the, just pass. Probably the worst game. The you the only reason I wanna talk about it is because I did watch this entire game and it was it was stinky ooze dookie um the bears happened to kick enough field goals to technically win the game against the vikings 12 to 10 um yeah that's basically it like first game of the year where the team who won didn't score a touchdown right oh yes that that did not happen this year um the vikings scored a touchdown in like the third or fourth quarter and then at that point you're like are they cooked? But it was such a bad game that no one was like, oh man, this is the swing in the game that uh, that they really needed here. Um, the Vikings 
have had two games this season with under 250 total yards of offense. Both of them were against the Bears. Um, Montez Sweat had a pretty good game with one and a half sacks. Uh, and Joshua Dobbs' season is kind of Coming screeching, screeching to a halt right now. Uh, I see through four interceptions. To be fair to him, though, I think like maybe all of them were tipped. I yeah, there were like a few, at least like two or three of them that didn't seem like they were like totally like his like fault. all the way his fault. But yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, especially the Jordan Addison one definitely wasn't his fault. That one went straight through his hands. Uh, I think, like, two Jordan Addison, like, targets ended up as uh, interception because they either went off of his hands or, or some something happened. I don't know. But I also remember, like, the fourth interception being, like, a crazy thing. I think it also came off of Jordan Addison's hands where it, like, hit his hands and then it, like, hit a... Uh, another Vikings, uh, or another Bears, uh, defender's hands, and then another Bears defender, like, dove and, like, scooped up the ball, and I was like, yo, what, (laughs) what is happening right now? Um, yeah, it was, uh, of the, of the total 20 drives in this game, and I'm not counting the final possession the Vikings had when they had, like, 10 seconds left, there were six punts, there were four interceptions, there were two lost fumbles. There were five field goals, a missed field goal, and a turnover on downs. And out of all of that, just one touchdown to be seen. Disgusting. Worst game of the year, question mark? I think so. <laughs> oh I my think god. So. We were streaming this game last night. Yeah. And there was someone that had came in like during the end of the game. That guy yeah. who like he he like commented something on your stream. He was like Hey man, this game is pretty good or something. <laughs> I was like, bro, what, like, what? I think he was just like talking about like, cause like it did kind of get better towards the end when like the Vikings yeah. scored and then the ball went back to the um went back to the Bears. Uh, Bears. And it got a little interesting towards the end, but like, yeah, nah, like n- n- that that does not make up for what the <laughs> first like <laughs> Yeah, like the first three and a half quarters were... Justin Fields technically went on a game-winning drive. His opening drive, he was perfect. No incompletion. And he started out the game so well. And then just for that first drive to turn into a missed field goal was just kind of yeah sad to see. Because like he was really cooking. I thought we were going to see a masterclass from Justin Fields. but Maybe if they did not... Uh... Maybe if they called a play that was designed to go beyond the line of scrimmage, I the did Bears, hear there were a lot of screens this play. There this were game. there were so many screens, and there were so many plays that were just like either like tight end or like running back flares, like that were to be completed behind the line of scrimmage. Like they turned they turned Justin Fields into like a game managing like dink and dunk quarterback that's not what he is that's not what he's good at literally like he was talking about in like i don't know if it was like after or like before the game but justin fields was talking about how he felt like his best strength was hitting deep balls which is something that he's done at every level of the game and they just it was it was before the game oh i see i see and yeah and then they proceeded to bro his his like passing map or whatever with his like completions and incompletions that shit looks 
so atrocious. It's one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Um, and yeah, basically, I don't know. Not not to say that like Justin Fields was great in this game. He did lose two fumbles. The first one was bad, and then the second one was even worse. Um, and uh, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. I'm. I'm still I'm still a Justin Fields fan at the end of the day, and that's that's all and I got to say. That will never die. <laughs> uh, do we want to go ahead and just stick with the football and just do our? Yeah, we might as well just get it all. Yeah, throughout. keep the momentum. Going. I feel like when did we record last week? Tuesday or Wednesday? Right? Not much has really happened in the NBA besides like the Magic still kind of just going on a crazy win streak, and then like the whole Josh Giddy situation, which we don't need to cover Giddy. Yeah, I mean, no, nah, we don't. That's like they they need to get this man off. The oh, team. I do want to say, I do want to say, NBA Twitter is like one of the worst cesspools that oh I've ever witnessed. God. The the lack of like, the lack of like critical thinking, and also like, why are we like? I saw someone say like, pray for Josh Giddy, it's over or something like that, and I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? It's like. It, it was his actions that led to the situation. Pray, I mean, for, Giddy. pray for Josh oh Giddy. My God. Like, yeah, it's over. Put, lock him up, bro. Lock the, this man up. Yeah, lock him up, first of all. The only thing I want to say about this situation is I hate... Sorry, that was very loud. I hate how poorly Adam Silver, like, handles situations like this where it's yeah. just like a slap on the wrist and, like... The man is literally playing in the game tonight. He played, like, the other night. Yeah. And it's like... No media coverage, like nobody's asking questions. Like, no, like the they're just trying their best to act like it didn't happen. Yeah, like the Thunder, like we're like the Thunder media was like, hey, so like, would you have anything to say about this? And it was just like no comments. And no then comments. I was like, okay, okay, he doesn't have anything to say. And it's yeah. like, bro, like no, like we got to get to the bottom Josh of this. He speaks up. He, he did said nothing. Him. He did not speak up. Like y'all are capping. Also, the people who keep trying to like make things up to like like protect him and stuff or like try and defend him you know how many times i've seen people say he's 19 this week he's 21 <laughs> bro, yeah he's not 19 i was like bro is not that he's young. not 19 i've seen so many people that are like he's a 19 year old in like the league and like she's a junior high school it's not even a big deal he first of all he's 21 second of all he's a grown man and she is like what she was like in high school literally he has not even gone through college yet he's a junior in high school i, I don't know he is not even in college confirmed age was but i know i, I know uh, it's confirmed that she was a junior in high school that yeah that's like 16 17 yeah. either way there's just and he is 21 he's 21 god people just uh, people lying about that shit maybe so like it, like why are you trying to defend it so hard and they were like He's from Australia, so it's fine. I mean, that's only like a three-year difference. <laughs> what? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Get eat, these... Eat shit and die. So many people have been showing their asses, too. They're like, yeah, it's not that bad. It's like, um, actually, I think you should be locked up, too. Yeah, no, yeah, no. This exposed some people's true colors, for sure. Fucking um, defending him. Yeah, but the only thing I have to say about that is, Adam Silver, handle your shit properly, yeah. please, because you're also kind of showing your ass. Yeah, 100%. Um, even with like the whole Jaws situation, I feel like he I mean, he got a slap on the wrist at first, and then yeah, the suspension. We, we do get a lot of. I have seen a lot of comparisons to Jaws, like to Jaws situation, Jaws Marine situation. Oh, and then like the fact that like nothing is probably going to happen with Giddy because of the fact that they still honor Carl Malone, who was oh, also oh, yeah. like, bro, like nothing's gonna happen to Giddy. Like yeah. it. This Overall, it's not. Yeah, nothing's gonna fucking change. 
I saw a, and I also hate NBA Twitter for this too, but I also saw like um, a Josh Giddy mug shot, and then, but I don't think that shit was real. No, it's not. That shit Unfortunately. was Chad GPT generated. No, literally. <laughs> I guess, I guess while we were on the, the NBA momentum right now, um, <laughs> I know, I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, um, we even said we didn't want to talk about Giddy. Fuck this. I know, I know, I'm sorry. Uh, but it, Get it, your Lakers ran out of the way. It is fuck Josh Giddy. <laughs> uh, LeBron James has played the most minutes in NBA history. Shout out to that man. Um, that I'm man's just, old, 38, going on 39. Goat, goat, goat. Um, not really much has happened in the NBA week. Uh, besides, I, you and I, are, I watched the worst Mavs game of my life. Um, against the Clippers, that sucked. I don't even want to talk about it, honestly. It was just terrible offense. Derek Lively was out, yeah. And then the Lakers game last night was also terrible. Yeah, I was waiting was... for the fourth quarter, fourth quarter Lakers team, I guess, and that shit just did not happen. I think it, the way they were playing, it looked like they were waiting for it too. They were like, <laughs> "Oh, we're gonna turn up in the fourth quarter," and then they lose by forty four. They put in their like bench like halfway through the fourth quarter, and I was like, "Oh, there's." There's the fourth quarter Lakers team that we were waiting for, mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, w- it was truly some of the worst basketball I've ever witnessed. Yesterday was not really that uh, good of a basketball <laughs> showing. Because we, on stream, we, we started off with the Lakers game, thinking that it was going to be something. We eventually turned it off. Like, hey, shouts out to Tyrese Maxey. That boy was hooping for Oh him. my god, yeah. I guess, <laughs> fine, he... <laughs> he and Embiid put up 30 on us, and it was, they all also, um... Also, um, they literally just could not miss from three, like, Marcus Morris was going crazy, Maxi was going crazy. D'Anthony Melton. D'Anthony Melton was locking up and draining threes, it's like, man, like, they hit the most threes in a half this season with, like, 13. Yep. They showed that stat on the screen with, like, four or five minutes left in the quarter, and then yep. ended with 13, so maybe a little jinx action. There. Yeah, we went on low-key kind of a crazy no, run to yeah. end the Yeah, like the, sec- the end of the second half gave, or the first half, uh, it was like a little glimpse of hope, but man, I just don't even really know where it all went wrong. It's just like the Sixers kept making shots and the Lakers were not. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, basically what happened. Um, um, other than that, the Magic are still... Going crazy, they're on a seven-game win streak and second place in the East. That's probably like the biggest story from this week. Um, they have wins over teams like Denver and I think like Boston and other amazing teams. So shouts out to the Magic, their third and defensive rating right now. Um, Paolo was Player of the Week on very good efficiency. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, the Clippers are doing pretty stinkly. I feel like the they lost against the uh, Jokic list. The uh, I believe they also didn't have Aaron Gordon and also the Jamal Murray list Nuggets. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Reggie Jackson put up like thirty six against them. Yeah. The, he, I think he put oh, up like and then DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, yeah, and he put up like twenty three and twelve. DeAndre Jordan was really filling in those shoes for Jokic. Yeah. When they needed him to step up the most. So, I don't know why that Clippers team decided to revert back to, like, 2012 or something like that. I will say this. Ever since they've implemented the new wrestling rule, Paul George and Kawhi, I'm pretty sure have played 
every game this season. So oh, wow. love to see that. Um, and granted, they haven't had any injuries. Yeah, we got to knock on wood for that one. Um, um I guess that, that hasn't really contributed to the the Clippers winning any games. I mean, yeah, they've been like just mid since James Harden has joined their team. I mean, they went like 0 and 5 to start and then they went on like a cheeky little win streak. Um and then just uh oh against the Nuggets again or just like a terrible loss. So. What other games did we watch yesterday that were kind of stinky? Uh, the ending of the Blazers and whoever the fucking Blazers played. Oh, it was the a Pacers. Yeah, oh, it was a close yeah, game. Yeah. We wanted to see a Tyrese Halliburton uh, yeah. comeback, but uh, they lost by about four because the Blazers just kept making their shots. Jeremy Graham did pretty well in that game. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, and then the and then the one good game that I felt like we got to see was uh, the Pelicans and the Jazz faced off, and the Jazz the Lowry the Lowryless Jazz went on to beat the Pelicans, who I think have been playing pretty good basketball recently. Um, all I got to say about that one is Bia needs to start taking more three pointers. Mm. He's got it in his bag. I know he does. I can't just let him out here be out here being a, another DeMar DeRozan, only taking mid, middies. He has two... He had two attempts in that game, and he missed both of them. Um, which, you know, you hate to see. Um, shout out to Keontae George. He was hooping last night, had a crazy poster over... I think... Oh, was it uh, Dyson Daniels? Yeah, over Dyson I, Daniels. I literally... It just... It just popped up while uh, while it you was. were saying that. I, I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, that that was a wild play. Um, but yeah, other than that, kind of stinky hoops yesterday, and uh, and other than that, like like you said, the um, the T Wolves are still number one in the in the West right now, and the Magic are number three in the East, and uh, the yeah, T Wolves number one. It's kind of crazy. Their I defense know. has been really good as well. But other than that, it's not really much has changed in the NBA. Oh, do you want to before we go into uh the pickums real quick? I do. I did uh change around some of my uh my power rankings from last week. If you want to go into that briefly, I won't. Uh, I won't say too much because most of it has changed. The top five is basically the exact same, except there's a new team. In the top five, they have risen two spots to be this week's largest uh, riser. Can we get a can we get a reminder of what your power rankings were looking like last week, or do you have that? Uh, I don't have that, but the top four teams are the Eagles, Ravens, Chiefs, and Niners in that order, and they have not changed. Okay. Who is number five? The Jags? No. I was I was gonna guess I was gonna guess the Cowboys. It is the Cowboys. Mm. They are now number five. Um and let's see. Um a team also dropped five spots in my or no no, four spots in my ranking. Sorry. Uh do you guys know who that team might be? Who who lost them that way? The Browns? 
No, no, no. I I did shave the list down to a top ten though. Oh, the Lions had to have been the one that dropped. They did. They did drop four spots. They are now number nine in my in my rankings. Um, and so then to round out my little questionnaire for my power rankings, there's a new team who's joined the top ten. Do you know who it is? The Broncos. No. Were they already in the top ten? They were not. They were not even. Because uh, it last week it was top thirteen, and this week it's top ten now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and so, that, honestly, that's kind of why I was like, "Am I really about to put the Broncos in my power rankings right now? I'm going to shave this down." So, <laughs> I, I uh, revisionist history and changing the power rankings to make it a top ten instead of a um... top thirteen to prevent the Broncos from being in there. Sorry to the Broncos fans out there, but uh, Steelers. Nope. They did not win this week. If that makes you, uh, if that makes it any easier, Texans. They are in the top ten now. So I had. Oh, to put why do I feel back. like they were in the top ten? I thought last they were week. already. They were number eleven last week. I believe it was the Browns who were in the in that tenth <laughs> position at the time. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it it was just that defense that's so good, and and it was also record wise they were like seven and three or like seven and four at the time. So like, mm. I do I do want to respect win totals at the very least, you know. Um, and so uh, yeah, that was my little power ranking segment. Uh, and so now I kind of want to recap the, uh, the pickums from this week because we all ended with the same record. Did we really? I was leading. Yes. Man. And I'll tell you the uh, way that this happened was kind of fucking crazy. The Bears pick got you. Yes, oh bro. God. Oh my God. Okay. So what's so weird about this is we all picked a game against the other two and got it right and we all we all lost a game that the other two got right and that happened to me twice both ways and that's how it happened to be even for everyone um so i don't know if you guys are looking at these group picks yes yeah we all got the lions game wrong who would have thought we all picked the cowboys to win my Seahawks pick did not pan out correctly, and you guys picked the Niners. Yeah, Matthew played it safe, but we also went with the Texans, and you got the Jags pick, right? Yep. That was one that could have went either way. Uh, Matthew was rocking with the Bengals. He believed in Jake Browning. I did. I was such a Drake. Drake. Jake. Jake Browning supporter. Um, me and Drew were rocking with the Steelers. I got the Colts pick on lock. Let's go. Because fuck the Bucks. Um, is that Baker Mayfield aura? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then I also picked the Patriots for some reason, and now I'm even more pissed that they missed the field goal. <laughs> and uh, the Giants ended up winning that one. Yeah. I I told y'all that the Falcons wasn't a bad pick, but I had to rock with my Saints, so you know had to that's do respectable. It. Yeah. Um. Matthew got the Broncos pick right. I I'm so <laughs> literally literally I was sitting on my couch right uh, before the game, and I was sitting there and I was like, I was like I, I was sitting there just going back and forth, and I changed it to Browns because I had Broncos all the way up until like because this was one of the three o'clock games. I changed mm. it right before like I was sitting Damn. there and I changed it like in the middle of the Saints game. I changed it to the Bronc to the Browns. I um, limited I, you limited yourself, bro. I, did. I limited myself. <laughs> 
Um, and then Drew picked the Bears over the fucking Let's Vikings. go. Let's go. And then we all got Rams, Eagles, Chiefs, and Ravens correct. Granted, they were all pretty easy matchups. Yeah. Well, I guess the Eagles and Bills kind of. Hmm. Nah, not, yeah. It was a better game than it should have been. Yeah. Let's say that. Um, I Let's see. What were the two? Oh, okay, so I got the Jags pick right and the Bears pick right against you guys. But I also did not i also picked the patriots and the seahawks against you guys so i guess you know what sometimes sometimes it it works out and matthew picked the Bengals against joby and i's steelers and mm. joby picked the colts. Uh, the colts against our bucks but he got that one right and you picked the saints against our falcons mm-hmm. and matthew's pick against us that worked out was Broncos over the Browns. So this was, I, w- I wanted to recap this just because I was looking at this shit and I was like, what the fuck happened this week, man? We all picked so, so drastically different, but we I all end up in the same spot. I can't believe you picked the Bears over the Vikings. That's so stupid. <laughs> can't believe you. The and ones that we all picked the same, though, we all got right. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Damn, it's just the ones that we... This, oh, except for except for the the lions, which oh, is oh yeah, lions. Oh, true. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, that game doesn't count. We basically <laughs> okay. we basically had every combination of anything that could our combined minds cannot be stopped. <laughs> exactly, um, and so yeah. Now, unless it's a waxing give us on Thanksgiving Day. No, oh, true. Never, never pick. Never pick lions. <laughs> All right, it's uh, time for the pickums for this week. And we shall start off with the Seahawks at Thursday night. Thursday I night got game. Cowboys. I also have the Cowboys. I'm also going to pick the Cowboys. Seahawks here. have looked not good. Yep. Uh, next up, we got Colts at Titans. A little divisional Gross. matchup. Not a great one, but, you know, we'll see. I'm I'm, go- I'm rocking with the Colts again. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I must have done this earlier today, and right now I have the Titans picked. Uh... Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. This is this is this game sucks. I don't want to think about this. Do I really think the Titans are gonna win? Who are they starting at quarterback? Ryan Tannehill still, or is it Will Levis? I think it's still Will Levis. Jesus Christ! I'm going Colts. I uh, <laughs> fuck. Bro just quivered. No, <laughs> literally. This. Why is this game making me feel like this? Boy's <laughs> shaking in his boots. Feel some type of way. The Titans are. The Titans are at home, and I don't know. The I'll I'll take I I guess I'll rock with the Titans still. I don't feel good about it though. Yeah. I might end up changing my pick later. Who knows? Uh, Chargers at Patriots. This is a game that both teams are gonna lose so hard. Yeah, they're gonna try their best to lose it, and I really think that the Chargers might lose it. They could. But I'm gonna stick with the Chargers. Yeah, I think the Patriots are gonna be ultimate tank mode. <laughs> yeah. I also have the Chargers. Um, Next up, we got the Lions at the Saints. I got the Lions. I also got the Lions. Joby, we know who you're picking. We heard my rant earlier. Oh, yeah. No, you want them to lose. Y'all heard me talking. Is this going to be the first time? But I don't care. (laughs) Who that baby? Who that baby? They are at home. my Saints. I don't care. Here's the thing. About my about my view is like everyone was so mad at me in the Reddit because they were like I would never root for my team to lose. Who said I'm rooting for them to lose? <laughs> Who said that? 
I just said we. I hope we don't make the playoffs. I'm rooting for my boys every week. I'm not gonna be hoping for a lo- a loss. I'm gonna I'm supporting my boys. Like I'm gonna be watching that game and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be rooting for him. I got him. I got him. We're at home. Jared Goff. He's not gonna know what hit him. He's not mobile. We we can deal with that. He he doesn't have legs like that. Jared Goff not great at the at the Superdome. He's not. He's not good at the Superdome. He's not going to be this time. I got my Saints. I don't care. Um, next game is Falcons versus Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, oh my Falcons. God, awful. Wow, I'm picking a lot of away teams this week. Wow. Uh, man, one of these is not going to hit. I'm going with the Jets. I think, yeah, I think I'm going to change my pick to the Jets. I think, yeah, I think that defense is too good. I'm I'm gonna rock with the Jets. Yeah, Desmond Ritter is not gonna look good this game. He is not. He's probably gonna look the worst he ever has, and maybe the combined talents of Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall will be enough for them to <laughs> overcome whatever the hell is happening at the quarterback position. So, yeah. uh, next up we got Cardinals at Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, I'm going with the Steelers here. I think I the Steelers as well. Cards are also just tank mode this could also be this is i was looking at this one just now and i was like you know what if a trap game could ever trap (laughs) a team Mm -hmm. i think this this could be the one this Mm -hmm. week for sure i definitely could no from from what i've seen so far that seems like that that one in chargers patriots very trappy uh dolphins at commanders i got the dolphins dolphins why do I feel like this is the trap game? <laughs> nah, no way. Sam Howell has been sacked 55 times. <sighs> they did just lose Jalen Phillips, though. But they did just sign Jason Pierre, or I think they're going to sign Jason yeah, Pierre. Yeah, no, JPP. He played one snap with us. Because <laughs> they showed him at the end. Grand for three. That's terrible. Uh... Oh my god. Sorry. Okay. Uh... <laughs> yeah, JPP is going to be a, a grid player. Uh, NFL grid player for like Saints, Giants, and stuff, and now Dolphins. He played one snap with us. Uh, it might have been a couple more, but he came in like the fourth quarter and only and didn't play much. And he was, and they signed him off the practice squad, so we went right back to the practice squad. Yeah, I guess we'll go Dolphins. Oops. Uh, wow, kind of an interesting game next with Broncos Texans. Both six and five, both in the hunt for a playoff spot. I can't believe I just saw with my own two eyes how the Houston Texans and the Denver Broncos have the same exact record. <laughs> they do. the 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 Texans were a little rough getting started. The Broncos were even worse. Getting yeah, started, the Broncos but... were like what? In... They were they're on a win streak still, right? They're on like a six game win streak, five or six game win streak. I think it's five. Mm, it stop it's here not going to be six because it's CJ Stroud season. I'm I'm sticking with CJ Stroud as well. It's man. I do I go Broncos again? This no. is this is a no. battle of your two loves: the <laughs> CJ Stroud and the Denver Broncos. The Sean Payton Denver Broncos. The Sean Payton led Denver Broncos. Oh, sorry. My bad. Uh, fuck, man. I'm gonna pick Texans for now, but I'm gonna be thinking about got, that one. We got some good games on the docket, man. I was just looking at the next few, but first let's go like um, Panthers, Bucks. Panthers, Bucks. I got Bucks. Bucks. That is a Buccaneers win. Next up, we got Browns, Browns at Rams. Win. This could go either way. 
But I'm going Rams, baby. <laughs> we gotta win this one, man. We gotta. If if we if we win this game and we lose to the Niners and Ooh, Miles Garrett just got injured. Yeah, yes. I don't know what his status is. I don't know what the injury was. I'm I'm picking Rams for now. If Miles Garrett comes back, I might have to pick the Browns. I'm kind of in that same exact boat. Hey, whether he's in or not, the Rams <laughs> gotta win. If we if we win this game and then we only lose to the Ravens and the Niners next. We'll end the we'll end the season at nine and eight, and that's a winning record. And maybe that's good enough to get into the playoffs. I don't know, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see for sure. Next up, the game of the week. Hopefully, game of the year. Niners. Niners at Eagles. This is a great game. I hate both of these teams, and I hope they. One tie of them's got to lose, though. One of them's got to lose. Either. Either the either the Eagles will lose two games in the season or the Niners will lose four. I mean, I I'm I'm picking the Eagles because I think they are a better team, and I also hate the 49ers. So nothing will get me to root. Will nothing will get me to root for the 49ers. I got the Niners. I like their defense more, and they just. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the injury report right before the game starts, and that's gonna make me choose my choose my team because if if the Niners are missing any key players, I'm gonna pick it against them. The Niners, if anybody on that Niners team is gone, then they're just they just don't know how to function. I'm rocking with the Eagles for now, though. We'll that's see. We'll see. It's gonna be a good game, though. Uh, the oh. next game on Sunday Night Football, oh, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> now this is a trap game. Two MVP quarterbacks going <laughs> head-to-head. Excuse me. What? Please stop. He needs to wash his mouth. That don't, was so... Don't you know that, uh, don't you know that, uh... Don't you know that Jordan Love is going to be their third, uh, their third MVP oh, uh, Hall of Fame, or I'm, I should have said Hall of Fame quarterback. Sorry. If Jordan Love, hey. ever, if Jordan Love ever wins MVP, I'm, I'm pick, pick your punishment. I'll do it right now. <laughs> I, I'm so dead ass. Uh, the Packers are coming off against. Uh, oh my God, they're coming off a dub against the Lions. So. Yeah, I mean they did have a, and last week they had a pretty good win as well. I'm pretty sure. Uh, they have looked better. The Packers definitely have been on the up and up. Um, they're starting to gel a little bit more. Fuck it, I got the Packers, bro. Give me the Packers. I'm still and they're at home. I'm still rocking with the Chiefs. I don't care. Um, I yeah, I don't think anything could convince me to pick anyone but the Chiefs for this one. And last game, Monday Night Football, we got Bengals at Jaguars. I'm picking the Jags. Jake Browning, your time is up. <laughs> I don't want to play I've with seen, you anymore. <laughs> I've seen what needed to be seen. Bro gave up on Jake Browning so fast. And who could blame him? Yeah. All right, some... That's that's the pick for the week, then. Some crazy matchups. Some pretty close matchups. I think we got a lot of... A lot of Man, uh, that Broncos-Texans pick is going to have me thinking for this week. Yeah. Same with Niners Eagles though. Nah, none of none of those are gonna. You know what's gonna haunt me at night is this Titans Colts game. Oh I'm going. God. I'm going perfect this week, except for that game. No matter I, who you choose. No matter who I pick, 
it's gonna be the downfall of this week for me. I'm now uh well maybe the Browns Rams, but I'm not gonna lose any sleep over picking the Rams on this one. And then yeah, that's about it. Although I do think I do think that Packers game could potentially be the trap game of the week. It definitely could. The Chiefs, especially in primetime, have looked real sus, so yeah, so I guess we'll see what happens next week, which we will be back here for to tell you all about it, what we thought about it, and hopefully we'll get to see some, uh, hopefully we'll get to see the Lakers do a little bit better good in hoops. that time. Um, some, just need some fucking good hoops, huh? Some good football. Oh, I think we'll definitely get some good football this week. Yeah, we got for some sure. great games in the docket. Alrighty. Um, ooh, next week. Uh, might be or no, I don't know. I don't know when like the next portion of like the NBA season tournament starts, but that should be happening know, soon. Like like, uh, like the quarterfinals or like the semifinals. Oh yeah, isn't that like the fourth or something? Mm, it's like, coming up soon, so make some bracket or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, if that comes out before the next podcast, we'll definitely talk about that. Yeah, for sure. Alrighty. Well, that has been a sporty threesome. We have been a sporty threesome. As we like to do around here, fuck. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Go balls. <laughs> I love balls.